I shouldn't have to do this, but I'm going to post a disclaimer before you listen to this uh, episode because I'm not um, damning all black men. I'm damning the black men who are guilty of perpetrating what I am going to discuss in this episode, period. Black men, black man, you got to do better. You're not supposed to treat black women just like everybody else does. You're not supposed to treat black women like a target, like a mark, like somebody who's a means to an end. Black man, you are supposed to protect us. Black man, you are supposed to uplift us. Black man, you are supposed to revere us. Black man, you have sorely disappointed me. You have sorely disappointed this black woman. And what I have to point to for evidence is what I went through today. Now I'm used to, for a little bit of backstory, I am used to, and maybe this is on me. I have abandonment issues. I am used to being left. I am used to not coming first in your life. I am used to the worst of you. And for me, that looks like being ignored. That looks like being used. That looks like being lied to over and over and over again. That looks like being forgotten. That looks like always choosing someone else who's more important than me. That looks like never coming first in any black man's life. I didn't realize how much it hurt until what happened today. And I'm, I'm enraged. I'm angry. I'm hurt. Oh, I'm hurt. I think I'm more hurt than angry. Because had this black man succeeded in his quest today, I would be, oh my God, robbed is the only word that I that comes to mind I just I want to and in fact I did after the encounter I just came and curled up in my bed in a ball because it just hurt so bad and I know a lot of people will say oh well you just have to chuck that up I don't have to just chuck it up 
it hurt more, most I believe, because it was a black man. And what he did today was like a culmination of my experiences with the black man. Oh, it hurt. Oh, it hurt. It hurt. It hurt. It hurt. It hurt me. It hurt me. So, last week, I forget which day it was. It may have been Monday or Tuesday of last week. I come down to the lower level of my home. And I probably was going into the freezer or I may have been going to my desk. Who knows why I was coming downstairs. I walked into the laundry room. I turned on the light and I saw water in the floor. I'm like, did Moose pee on the floor? Moose is my cat. I was getting angry. I'm like, how dare he? I just cleaned out his litter box. And he come in here and piss on the floor. Ooh, I was about to get him. And then I got closer. I'm like, I'm going to have to see. Because why would, let me just, let me just check. I grabbed a paper towel. Wiped up some of the wetness and I had to sniff it. Because you could smell cat piss a mile away. No smell. I'm like, this This is water. Where is this coming from? I'm looking around. I mopped up the water. And it looked like it was coming from underneath the furnace. I'm like, well, why would water be coming up underneath the furnace? That That makes no sense. I mopped up the uh, water and I went on about my business. I thought about it, but not really. I was like, you know, I had just washed. Maybe it was some kind of backup or something like that happened. Maybe that's all it was. Went on about my business. Honestly, I forgot about it. I came back to get my clothes out the dryer. Um... Everything was fine. It was dry in there. I ain't see nothing else. So I went on about my business. The week continues on. I go on about my business. I had been back down there. I ain't see no water. So I'm like, well, maybe it was the washing machine. Because I had washed. I'm like, maybe it's some kind of leak in the washing machine. I'm going to have to wait till I wash again to see. You know, for sure, if that's what it is. Cut to today. I come downstairs and I was looking for a popsicle (laughs) in the freezer downstairs. Like, I'm going to have me a peach popsicle today. I walk in there, turn on the light. And before I even got in there, I heard a splish. Like, the fuck? 
I turn on the light and there's water all over the floor. Oh my goodness. I didn't know. I mean, it was starting to rain, but I'm like, I don't usually get rain. That can't be. What in the world is going on? I'm looking all over the place and I leaned up against the furnace and I come, I felt cold. I'm like, well, the air is on. So then I turned around and there was a paper towel there for some reason. But the thing was drenched. I'm like, what the, what, how, what, 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 what in the world? I panicked. I'm like, the furnace, why would water be coming from my furnace? That's, I didn't know what to think. I was so scared. All I could think was electrical. And I got up out of there as quick as I could. I'm sitting here thinking because, you know, I don't have any anybody to just, what is this about? What's going on? First thing I did, of course, was go to YouTube. I go to YouTube. Why would my furnace be leaking? And they said, check your air filter. I'm like, I just changed the air filter. They said if the air filter is uh, clogged or is, uh, it could be clogged up or something like that. I'm like, okay, well, I got to go back down here and check the air filter. So I checked the air filter, but I had just changed it at the beginning of the month. So I knew that couldn't have been there, but I checked it anyway. It was still clean as a whistle. I'm looking around. In the meantime, I'm seeing actual water dripping down on the ground. And I'm it, the, the panic just rose up in me. I'm like, oh my God. I'm going to need a new furnace. Oh my God. I ain't going to be able to afford no furnace. I thought they cost like about $11,000, something like that. And that's all I could think. I ain't got no $11,000. What in the world am I going to do? So I go and um, I go back to YouTube. They said it could be three causes. The second one was a clogged pipe, and the third one I can't even remember. I should have had. I should have written them down, but it was three causes. They said. So, um, I finally called. Uh, I I texted my. A uh, friend who's been helping me off and on with stuff around the house. Been so gracious, but not very dependable because he forgets about me and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, that's another issue. But I said, you know what? All these commercials I see on TV, I'm going to have to call one of these people and have them come out to the, come out and, and, and find out what's what's going on. Oh, I was so scared because all I was thinking was $11,000 for a new furnace. But I called up one of them. They was like, okay, we're coming. And then they found out the area I was in. Oh, we don't service that area. So I had to go find, call the other one that I had seen the TV commercials on. And they were like, okay, we're, we're coming. We do service that area. We're coming. And, um, you know, just when I think about TV commercials, I think more money because they got to charge more money to pay for those commercials. So I said, okay, well, come on. First, they want uh, a traveling fee and then anything else they had to do was going to be extra. I'm like, oh my God, but come on. What, what was I to do? 
Who? What was I going to do? Um, in the meantime, I did text my friend and ask him, you know, can you give me any advice? What, um, could this be? Uh, you know, what, what, what could it be? No reply. Of course, I didn't expect him to reply right away. He long since gave up, uh, doing that. When we first, uh, met and he first started helping me, he would reply right away. And, um. You know, I understand you busy. It's summertime. People have been calling him, needing his help. And I don't know why he'd prefer to help them over me because it's not like I'm asking for anything free. I don't ask for anything I can't pay for. And so, anyway, I texted him, no reply. Then I decided, um, you know what? I've had work done where I used Angie's List before. And so I said, well, let me look on here and see if anybody can um, give me some advice, come out, take a look. You know, it's better to have two opinions than just one. And that's all I got to go on. So I started looking on Angie's list and I'm going to tell you the rest after the commercial. I got to take a break right now, but I'm going to be right back. Come back so you can hear the rest of the story because this is tripped out. So, we're back from the break. I looked on Angie's list. I think that was the last thing I was telling you. I looked on Angie's list and I was looking for, you know, somebody that might offer um, another opinion or what I had hoped would be a more economical rate since they're you know, usually smaller businesses on there and they may hopefully not be as expensive as the big box businesses. And I looked and I, for some reason, just changed my mind. I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm just wait and see what um, this technician says that's on his way. So it had to be maybe... I don't know, 10 minutes later, after I had shut down Angie's list, I got a call. Um, wait a minute, let me see. It was about 30 minutes, now that I'm thinking about it. It was about 30 minutes. And I got a call. And the um, the woman who, was, who had set up the uh, call for me with the technician to come out and have a look said, the technician will give you a call when he's in route. If he if he if you miss his call, he may move he probably will move on to the next um person, the next customer. So be sure to answer your phone. So the phone rang. I'm like, let me answer. I didn't recognize the number, but let me answer because this might be him. Answered and the, the person said, Um, what's wrong with your air conditioner? I said, my air conditioner. I said, no, it's not the air conditioner. My furnace is leaking. Oh, okay. And I forget what else he said, but something told me, ask, wait a minute, is this who you was expecting? So I said, um, where are you calling from? And it wasn't the name of the company that was supposed to be on their way. 
He said, I got your um, information from Angie's list. I said, but I didn't follow through with that. I shut it down. He's like, well, I work in your area. So I just thought I would give you a call and see if um, I could help you. I'm only about uh, 20 minutes away and I just wanted to offer my services. I said, well, if you can make it before the technician that's coming makes it, then I'll cancel him. Because at first he was saying, um, I could be there. First he said 20 minutes. Then he was like 30 minutes. Then he said an hour. I'm like, the fuck? Okay, then that's when I said, well, if you can make it before the technician that's coming makes it, then I'll cancel him. He was like, okay, well, I'll be there in 20 minutes. I said, okay. So then uh, just, I don't know how how long, how much later it was because I, I really wasn't <laughs> watching the clock. I just knew he said he was coming. But it was quick. I will say that because I barely had a chance to put on some decent clothes, you know, because when I work from home, I, I have on anything. So I had a chance to put on some decent clothes and that was about it. I had thankfully got up and, you know, took my shower and everything, but I was dressed to be comfortable at home. So the doorbell rang. No, the doorbell didn't ring. It was a knock, 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 knock. Not really. I don't know why that annoys me because I do have a door doorbell, but why don't you ring the doorbell? Anyway, knock, knock, knock. So I go downstairs and I look and I'm like, who's these guys? I open the door, which I normally don't do. And he was like, it's RJ. I'm like, uh, who? He said, I just, uh, talked to you on the phone. Then he showed me where he had my name pulled up. I was like, okay, well, come on in, come on. And he had his quote unquote nephew with him. So, um, had him come on down, look at the, uh, whatchamacallit. He took the cover off the furnace and the bottom was full of water as was the floor was full of water again. I'm like, oh my God. He said, Ooh, oh my goodness. Um, I wish I could remember word for word what was said, but he was like, Oh, um, well, at least the electrical hasn't been touched, so you you got a saving grace there. I'm like, okay. He said, Well, um, let's go have a look at the AC. I said, Why the AC? He said, Well, this is condensation coming from um the the forced air or some I'm gonna mess up all the terminology I promise you because I don't know the top from the bottom I mean I know a little bit more now but he was saying it was the freon was forcing the air and it was gonna be a big block of ice in there and um just scared the living daylights out of me so Went outside to look at the air conditioner and he's feeling around. He's like, oh, it's wet out here too. He felt one of the, uh, um, the covered cords is covered with this strong rubber. And he felt up under there. He was like, yep, that's wet too. This, um, this AC ain't no more good. You may have a couple of days left on this. If you got to the end of today, this AC ain't no good. Um, I said, so how much is a new AC? About three thousand, three grand. You gonna need about three grand for a new AC. I was like, what? He was like, yeah. Um, you got. Uh, we could do a little fix for you, and they, that may last you to the end of the week. But this is done. 
You need a new AC. You need a whole new unit. I'm like, oh my God, I do not have $3,000. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I had just got paid. So I actually did have the money, but I got to pay my mortgage. I got to pay my light bill, my electric bill, all kind of bills. I can't just, I ain't had the money. I had the money, but I ain't had the money. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. What am I going to do? He was like, well, you know, I, we could work with you. We can go clean up that water, you know, downstairs. So that's all cleaned out. And he was like, that's a new furnace, right? I was like, no, that furnace is not new. And, you know, just asking me all these other details and stuff. And um, he was like, yeah, we can clean it up for you. But you're going to be limping along. You really just need to go ahead and get you a new AC because you're going to have one uh service that's going to cost you about three, four hundred dollars. Then after that, you're going to have another service that's going to cost you about four, five hundred dollars. And all of these part, all of these different uh temporary fixes are going to just hold you up and you're going to be then pay the cost of a new unit while you trying to get this one fixed. So he really scared the living daylights out of me. You hear me? I'm like, oh my God. He's like, well, if you don't have the money, you can either put it on the credit card. You could pay uh half down and I'll work with you to pay the rest. Um, Or yeah, that's about it. I don't know what else to tell you. So in the meantime, while I'm standing there, I said, well, Regardless of what's gonna happen, I'm not. I don't have three thousand dollars. I don't have fifteen hundred dollars to give you today. So I'm gonna have to think about this, and I'm gonna have to call you back. He was like, "Okay, well, I won't even charge you. I'll we'll just go ahead on and clean up that water down there for you, and then you can call me back and let me know what you're about to do because I got several projects that's about to jump off. So I was, and I asked myself, well, if, if I was see, if I did have the money, how soon could you have it done? He was like, oh, I could get it put in today. He's, I, I said, so if I had the 1500, he's like, yeah, I would be uh, calling the order. And, you know, since I'm the owner of the company, I can make a deal with you. And um, I can, uh, what do he say? I can uh, move some things around or Whatever he was saying was that he could take my $1,500 and get me uh, a new unit and install it today. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't know what the heck I'm going to do because I do not have access to that kind of money without the rest of my life falling apart. Meantime, I get another call and it says suspected spam. And I hate them calls because it's usually... Somebody from China or something like that. But I said, let me answer this phone. Sure enough, it was my guy, the plan technician. He was outside the door. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, come on in. Let me come get you so you can come in and take a look. And um, so I went upstairs. And the guy was the guy that was here already, the black man that was here already, was like, um, okay, well, we'll go ahead on and let you... Uh, talk with him but uh you know here let me get you a card and um i'll leave my card with you so you can call me when you get done with this i was like okay so him and the nephew quote unquote left out and i let the um the guy from the big box company came in he was hispanic and i say that just because i'm differentiating the fact of who really took care of me that's why i'm saying 
um, the racist. And the, the Hispanic came in. He put his uh, shoe, the plastic shoe covers on. He had his mask on. He was geared up. So he comes in. I take him down to show him the furnace. And um, meantime, the uh, I'm going here and call him the shyster because that's what he is. The shyster had his nephew clean up the water in the bottom of the furnace, which I was grateful for. Nephew stayed in the car. Um, I guess nephew was staying in the car while the shyster was going to get his quote-unquote business car anyway. So I'm downstairs with the big box technician, and he's pulling out all this equipment. He um, and, and the shyster didn't do none of this. He took the cap off the um, pipe. Water comes spilling out. Um, he had this camera to insert. Uh, little tiny cameras on this uh, rope to insert so he could look inside and see what was going on. Shyster didn't do none of that. And next thing you know, the shyster's coming back in because I had left the door open. Hello, hello, I'm coming back in. I was like, okay, we down here. I wanted him to see, you know, what was going on. So he comes in and he sees the technician doing all this stuff and he just stands off to the side looking. I'm like, what is he looking at? Um, oh, and let me bag up when the uh, technician came in, he turned the AC down to 63. I'm like, why he do that? The shyster didn't do that. So I'm, my, uh, loyalty was falling with the shyster because I ain't know no better. He came back in. I was like, why he turned the air down? He was like, that's just to make sure he can be able to check. I'm like, okay. So we go downstairs and the technician, the real technician, was doing all his checking and everything. And he was like, it looked like you just got a clogged uh, pipe. And um, he's checking this, checking that, taking stuff off, doing everything he did. The other guy hadn't done none of that. The shyster hadn't done none of that. So the technician tells me that it looked like it's just a clogged pipe. I said, well, how much is that going to cost? $279. Um, is that with the uh, the traveling fee? He was like, yeah, that's all included. I said, okay. He said, but I need to check outside to see, you know, what your AC unit is doing. I said, okay, well, come on, let's go do that. And the, um, the shyster was stay, still with me. And I should have let his butt go, but I was like, no, come on and stay. Let me, because like I said, he had some of my loyalty. I was thinking that, you know, he was right because I didn't know no better. I was completely, completely ignorant, right? So the shyster stand with me. He went outside with me with the guy and um, um, the guy went, had went outside. The technician went outside. He took the covers off. The shyster said, you see this? This need to be cleaned out. Um, he said that, but he, you know, wasn't offering to do nothing. But I get it if you wasn't getting your three grand like you wanted anyway. Because he wanted to replace the whole unit. First thing, the technician said, oh, you got a good unit. This is one of the best. He starts checking the Freon. He and Something else the shyster hadn't done. All the shyster did was fill up this pole and tell me it was wet. When I felt the pole dry to the bone, wasn't no wetness nowhere. Anyway, so the technician, he put these uh, 
testers on to check the freon he said your freon is good you don't need no freon then he checked this other caster something else the shyster didn't do check the canister and he hooked it up to his uh equipment oh this is good you good here this is a great unit you got a, at least another two years with this i was like okay okay he said but yeah you we do need to clean if you want i'll give you an ac tune-up that's normally 89.95 i'll give you that today in addition to your um 279 dollars for uh he pushed un unclogged the uh pipe that had all the water flowing out when he took the cap off i mean he took the cap off i thought it was a lot of water uh, on the floor when I came down there initially he took that cap off the water was spilling like it was a faucet do you hear me okay so um so he tells me you know your total would be less than four hundred dollars for what I need to do and I, I was like and and so what happens if you know in a couple of days it breaks down again he was like well call me I said, then is that another fee? He was like, no, we guarantee our work for a year. I said, okay, okay. He said, but yeah, looking at this, this is what's wrong. When I clear this out, I get my nitrogen and clear this clog out and you're going to be all good. I was like, okay, okay, okay. So what he was saying was sounding good to me. Other guy had, uh, the shyster was telling me anything that he did today would just be a temporary fix temporary to me means less than a couple of days or a couple of days at the most this guy tells me his work is guaranteed for a year so i'm like okay well that's sounding good that's sounding good so um meanwhile the shyster i was like you know i'm looking at him now like you can go you go he was like, okay, this is interesting. I like, you know, because the guy had left out again. And he's like, you know, what? no conversation. Because I'm like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Other than you fucking lie. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have cursed. You liar. You was trying to take all my money that I didn't even have. For something I didn't need. Not right now, anyway. But he goes... Oh, this is interesting. I've only seen maybe two other people do this before. And I'm thinking to myself, if he a technician, what do you need to see somebody else do it for? If, before you become a technician, don't you have to go through an apprenticeship and watch this type of stuff done? I'm thinking all this to myself, but I'm just like, I'm going to let him sit here and see what else he say. And, um, you know, it was nothing he really could say. He He's like, well, it looked like... uh. You know, when we was out of earshot of the technician doing his job, and he's like, well, it looked like you winning. If you want to go this way, then, you know, you go this way. And, you know, you call me when it break down because I promise you, this is not um, going to last you. I'm like, okay, well, I think I'm going to do this. I'm going to go this way because he sound like, you know, he guaranteeing his work for a year. He was like, yeah, if he guaranteeing it for a year, then you winning. I said, okay, um, well, thank you very much. And um, he said, yeah, just take my card. Let me know. I'm like, okay. So at the end of that, you know, and the guy, the, the, the technician did everything. I was able to watch him do the cleaning. I was able to watch him um, uh, test the equipment, uh, clean out and drain stuff and 
pack up his equipment and clean up. I said, so what about all this wetness on the floor? He said, give it a few hours to dry out. He said, but you shouldn't have any more leakage. You shouldn't have no, because I had leakage look like it was coming from everywhere. But he pointed to all the places where it was actually coming from. He was like, um, this, I'm wipe up this and this is going to dry out. You shouldn't have any more problems with this. He said, if you ended up having to get a new unit, our units cost about $8,800. I ain't going to even lie to you. I was like, okay. He said, but you should not need one for at least another one, two years. I was like, okay. So I ended up paying him less than $400 for something that the shyster was trying to get me for three grand for. And I say all that, I went through that whole um, recapping the experience just because the more I think about it, the more hurt I was, I'm getting. The more hurt I'm getting after I, as I talk about it. And I hope that recapping it will help me release some of this. Because I'm, it just hurts my heart that a black man would take advantage of a black woman. And you could tell, you know, I have very modest um, possessions. My house needs a lot of work. You could tell by the 30-year-old laminate floor in the kitchen that my house needs a lot of work. So, you know I'm not sitting here on no piles of money, right? But you was going to take three grand from somebody that's struggling to stay afloat, like we all are these days. And it's just, to me, it just, it was like a manifestation I feel like I had a, a breakdown after he left because it was truly a manifestation of how the black man makes me feel. Disregarded, alone, abandoned, lied to, taken advantage of, taken for a fool, manipulated. And that's, you know, all in that one incident today. But when I name off those different feelings that I felt today, that is how I felt by treated by the black man my entire life. Never revered or never treated with deference for the fact that I'm a black woman. I'm your sister. I'm your queen. I deserve to be treated with respect. I haven't done anything to disrespect you. I haven't done anything to make you want to take advantage of me, to treat me like a mark, treat me like a victim. Try to take advantage of my naivete, my ignorance, knowing that most black women don't know what the F is going on when it comes to um, house maintenance, you know, I ain't gonna say most because a lot of us these days are getting our, um, DIY on and I have to a very small degree, but oh my God, the way he was going to try to take advantage of me, I almost feel like he tried to rape me. That's how I feel. He was just going to try to rape me. And it hurts so bad. I'm so tired of the black man just trying to fuck me. I'm tired of it. And then y'all wonder when we turn to another nationality, another race, 
Oh, you couldn't find, you know, black men. Oh, I found plenty of them. That don't mean they was the right ones for me. That don't mean they was good. That don't mean they was good enough for me. Y'all have had a lifetime of chances. And I have to say, in this moment in time, y'all chances is up. And I'm out.